to a lean-in moment to explore how to let go, follow, and navigate challenging times. I'm Stacy Bowden, your Mama Bear Guide. How can you thrive through any life circumstance? Let's find out together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Turning Dead Ends into Doorways. I'm Stacy Bowden, and today we are departing from regularly scheduled format. In order to have a conversation, I've invited a wonderful, gifted energy healing practitioner, Jane Sanguinetti, to come and sit with me today. We both live in on the San Mateo coast in California, and we are one of the places in the world dealing with COVID-19. Jane is the founder and owner of a sacred space called Joy of Being. Joy of Being has been a place to gather community, to learn about all things sacred for over 11 years. I consider Jane to be a curator of community as well as a midwife of community. But I've also invited Jane to come because she um, is a shamanic healing practitioner, a Reiki master, a massage therapist, a intentional creativity teacher. She's also a dear friend. And I've invited Jane to come to have a conversation with her about what's happening in the world with COVID-19 and how energy healing can be really an important, not just tool, but life practice for us right now as we navigate this current pandemic. So Jane, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Stacy, for that beautiful introduction. I feel so honored to be on your, your podcast today and to be sitting here with you as always. It's, it's such a gift to be called this way, to share and to serve, especially right now. And since 2008, I've been in these ways, and really it's just been a path of love and, and service to humanity really waking up. And so for me, this is such an exciting time to be alive. It, it's a very scary time and, and also a time that, frankly, I think a lot of us have been waiting for to see some beautiful changes on the planet. Mm. Yes, and that's one of the reasons why I often, when I think of you and I think of Joy of Being, I think of you as a curator and a midwife of community for people on the coast and how important that is as a resource and and something that we're now entering into a, a different level of awareness and appreciation as we are all shelter in place at home and where um, live groups are no longer happening for this moment and it's challenging many of us who are of service you know who are Maybe I feel, we feel that we were made for these times. We were born for these times. We're here to support a shifting paradigm into another way of life. The, it's batter up time. It's time, it's time for all hands on deck. And what happens when we can't convene in person? 
what happens when we can't do this work face to face, which is so important to us. And so one of the reasons why I asked you to have this conversation with me today is so that we could specifically talk about energy healing. And because both of us, we each have private practices, you see individuals and I see individuals and couples, and we offer a variety of forms of energy healing and spiritual counseling. And, you know, you offer shamanic practices and we both are, you know, Reiki practitioners, you're a Reiki master. So we both have been in the field of energy healing for decades. And so I would like to have a conversation with you about why does energy matter even more at this moment in time when we're at least on, you know, in California, at least in the Bay Area, we're all inside. I think most people in America at this point are juggling their children at home. Schools have been closed. And so, so people are juggling showing up for their children and taking care of themselves and feeling the collective fear that is all across the planet. And so why does energy matter right now? Well, first of all, energy has always mattered (laughs) because (laughs) everything is made of energy. We are made of energy. Quantum physics has already proved that we're made of waves and particles and everything around us is energy. And and, um, so, you know, a lot of the people that have been um, in the energy consciousness fields have known this for a long time. And so, of course, we are impacted by everything because everything is energy. So why it's so important right now is there is a strong collective fear that is permeating the world. Okay. We're seeing it in the media. We're seeing it, um, in our loved ones. We are feeling it ourselves, the worry, the uncertainty, um, the anxiety, the instability, the lack of knowing where we're going to be tomorrow. And we're all, every one of us is feeling this right now. And so we have energy as a tool to, to work some of these feelings and sensations in our body. And so it's really important to know that you have choice in how you want to feel. That's beautiful. Thank you. And I would love to weave in as well and and say that for me, energy matters because yes, quantum physics. And I would say that part of the inspiration for this podcast and for my life is to support people in understanding that just as we have mental intelligence, we train our, our minds, just as we have, you know, physical relationship with our bodies, we exercise to make our bodies strong. Just as we are now learning social and emotional intelligence, the value of emotional intelligence, I believe that it's time for us to start valuing energy, energy medicine as a form of intelligence and relationship that we need to cultivate. My understanding and my experience from working with people energetically for, you know, for 20 years is that is that each experience that we have carries with it an energetic imprint. 
So each experience that we have carries an energetic imprint on our systems, on our psyches, on our bodies. And so when I often, when I, when I first start working with people, there's almost like a tidal wave of energy movement of what hasn't been addressed. It's kind of like when you start exercising for the first time, your muscles are sore. There is, you know, things that need to get worked out that maybe have never been looked at. And that's my experience as well with energy work, with energy healing. And so I believe that now more than ever, it's time for us to embrace energy healing as something that is really practical. It's not just this woo-woo stuff. It's actually learning how to work with your own energy can help you embody yourself, can help you breathe into your heart and have your heart feel more clear. It can help you find patience when you're dealing with your kid at home and you don't know what to do. It can help you let go and move through some of the fear that's coming up right now. It can help you remember to laugh. It can help you remember to do a lot of things, right? So that to me, energy work is practical. And now more than ever, it's essential because many of us are at home. If we're fortunate enough, you know, hello to all of the first responders and the helpers out there. And we say thank you so much for your service and for putting yourselves on the line so that some of us, the majority of us can be sheltering at home. And I think the way that we can do our part, in addition to staying at home, is to start to learn how to, to, to release some of this energy and work with some of our energy and take responsibility for ourselves so that that way we can help keep things moving. If we are all connected, which I believe we are, that, that there are many grids and energetic ways that we can, that the whole world is connected, then now is a time to raise that vibration and take responsibility for our part to help shift what's happening here. So that's my perspective on why does energy matter? Yeah, that's very powerful. And I'm so glad you talked about the practicality, Stacy, because this is not woo-woo. This is not, oh, let's all be in our upper chakras and all in the light and connecting and doing spiritual bypass. What we're really talking about is working the lower places, the, you know, the places that keep us feeling safe, you know, the lower chakras. Um, so when you talk about that, sweetie, tell us more what you mean by the lower places in our bodies. Yeah. So oftentimes when people hear the word energy healing, they just think of crystals and woo woo. And, um, you know, for me, that that's a turnoff. I, I want energy healing to actually do something very real for people. And so when I'm talking about these lower chakras, I'm talking about the first chakra, which is your feet and your legs and your seat. And this is the place where we ground to the earth. We learn to feel safe and embodied in our own bodies. Um, we are not leaving our bodies. We're feeling connected to our own seat and the way that we are um, connected to the planet. And then we move up to the second chakra, which is the place of sexuality and creativity. And, and we want to feel into 
our creativity right now, especially now, because we've got a vision in whole new structures, you know, structures that are going to work to change our environmental concerns, our political concerns, the way that we teach our kids, like everything practical we need to vision and create right now. So we need our second chakra to be turned on, to be connected, to be activated. We don't want to forget about that and go up to these higher spiritual places. We want to do that too, but we need everything to be turned on. And that's the way we are created by spirit is that all of us would be working and uh, empowered. And then we move up to the third chakra, which is the place of power. It's in our bellies. This is the place where we take action. Okay. And right now we've got to take action. And if there is so much fear and worry and shock in our systems that we almost collapse energetically and emotionally, and therefore can't become a first responder or someone to offer a hand to an elderly person or someone who's sick with COVID, then we've really missed the point here. So what Stacey and I are really talking about is learning how to use our own energetic, incredible systems that we've been given to be of service, to be in our power, to help make the changes that need to happen right now. Thank you. Part of what I feel needs to happen is a paradigm shift, a place I think most of this country, a lot of this world has been very much in a survival paradigm, very much in what we call an either or way of life that is kind of run by codependence and is based on fear and based on Whoever has the power gets to set the agenda and it doesn't work like it doesn't work. It, it creates these 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 roles where we're all stuck. You know, we t- I've talked about it in terms of, co- you know, codependence, in terms of f- being a rescuer and being being a victim and, you know, being a persecutor. And this is it's a it's a dynamic that I've talked about a lot around what comes with living in this paradigm and how ultimately we all lose because we get caught in these prescribed roles where nobody feels free and the opportunity that is at hand is to shift from an either or reality and to birth a different paradigm which is what i would call what my what the center for sacred studies has developed called a both and co-commitment way of life And key to that is letting go of an either or and embracing a both and, which means accepting that there there isn't one reality, that we have a lot of differences and we need to learn how to relax into holding paradox, which is uncomfortable. And that the key there from shifting, feeling like a victim into that place of empowerment and becoming empowered is learning how to activate choice inside. And that I think what's happening with COVID-19 across the planet is that now that many of us are 
If you're not a first responder and you're not a helper and you know, you're asked, we're being asked to stay at home, to shelter in place, and, and that's our contribution. And so therefore we're at home right now, many of us who are fortunate to be at home and we're sitting with all of this fear and all of these things that are inside of us. And the opportunity is to now go inside and, sh- and flip the switch inside so that you become your own source of empowerment, your own source of wisdom, your own source of letting go and releasing and listening to your intuition. Currently, you know, what we're seeing is that kids are all home, right? So the school systems are not working. There's a real concern about, you know, what's happening with the healthcare system and whether that's going to be able to hold us during this time. We're seeing financial financial systems at risk. So there's a lot of ways in which our public systems are currently expressing their vulnerabilities. And so as those systems potentially fall away or get more shaky, then the opportunity is to go inside and find your inner power, to go inside and find your inner trust. That doesn't mean everything's going to work out the way we want. This isn't about outcome. Of course, we're, we want, I want everybody to be okay, and I'm wishing you all the best right now. But within that, sometimes the best we can do is accept what's showing up and, ma- and make a choice step by step by step. And so to me, part of the value of energy healing right now is that it offers some tools for learning how to activate our inner power, our inner resources. And we all have an opportunity to practice that from home together, or at least that's what Jane and I are exploring is how, you know, we can support that given that now, if you're fortunate enough to have a computer, if you're fortunate enough to have Wi-Fi, it seems like what's going on is with the inability to go out to, to meet and convene in person where many of us are now being invited to or activating, connecting online. That's the best we've got right now. So, you know, one of the things I just want to ask you to address directly is, What does it look like to start to work with our energy systems, our energy bodies in very practical, tangible ways? Yeah. So, um, because what does it mean, right? What does it mean? It, It means to, first of all, be willing to connect with yourself, you know, be present with yourself in, in a real way. Uh, move out all of the distractions and commit to some energy practices that, that will help you feel better. You know, that's really basic. And some of the practices are like grounding, like learning connect to the earth. Some of the practices are about using movement, using sound to, to shake out energy that is lodged or is keeping you constricted so that you can feel more free, more open. And we want to keep our, our centers really open to ourselves. We want to work on our hearts so we can find unconditional love and compassion right now and connection with everybody. And if there are places in our body or in our energy bodies where there is any blockage or at all, we, we just, we need to, we need to move. We've got to release any blockages. And then we want to make sure 
that our energy is actually running and we can teach meditations to people and visualizations and different things to help people learn how to clear their energy, how to ground, how to receive energy from the earth and the elements and from nature. And there's so much available right now in terms of, you know, this is an incredible time to, because we're not so dependent anymore on the physical, right? Being physically with someone, we don't have that in between us anymore. So it's really an awesome time to build up energetic skills, to close your eyes and tune into the sensation of energy. You know, mm-hmm. what does energy feel like when it's running, mm-hmm. when it's when it's running well and unobstructed? How does energy feel in your body when it feels yucky? You know, when you feel kind of sick to your stomach, what does that mean? What's happening energetically? What does it mean when your heart hurts and you're, you're feeling sorrow or grief in your heart? What does that mean energetically? And what can you do physically and with your intention to clear the sorrow and begin to open your heart up again to make yourself available to love? Mm-hmm. Um, what does it mean when the top of your head, it feels blocked and you no longer feel connected to spirit and and what kind of practices can you do to start to open that? Cause that's really important right now for us to stay connected to each other and to spirit and to the earth. We need to be able to listen to what's needed. Yes. Thank you. And sure. Yeah. Thank you. That's beautiful. And one of the things I love about energy healing being practical is that in addition to everything that you've just referenced, and I appreciate that, the point that you're holding, that, that, that there are other ways for us to, it's, it, this is not about asking everybody to learn how to meditate, okay? This is about opening to the possibility that energy healing matters right now, that, that, that just like your emotions matter, just like your physical body matters, just like your mental body matters, your energetic body matters right now. And what is your way? I want to encourage everyone to start to wonder, what is my way of relating to my energy body? What does that look like? What does that feel like? For some of you that might be learning how to, you know, connect with with a, a chakra and connect with spirit and to do it that way. For some of you, it might be petting your animal, your dog, your cat. For some of you, it might be hugging your child. For some of you, it might be meditating. For some of you, it might be doing a dance class or practicing yoga. From my perspective, as long as we are doing something with awareness and consciousness, it can become a healing tool. And so uh, while I absolutely believe in the importance of grounding, that we are all live wires, you know, other systems in other cultures have been talking like acupuncture, Chinese medicine, and different systems have talked about and the meridians and different energy systems for a long time. 
and the value of those for a long time. And within that, I want to invite everyone to get playful with investigating your own energy system and learning how to open and tend to it in the ways that really resonate with you. So I don't, so while I believe in the value of grounding and that we're all live wires and that now more than ever, it's really important for us to connect down with the earth and the core, because that's going to help us not get burned out and not get fried and not, you know, absorb the shocks. And I believe that if that language doesn't work for you, if the, if even the word spirit is not your language, no problem, but how are you going to tend to yourself so that you can stay standing right now? How are you going to tend to, because what I'm noticing, just to be honest, is that I'm okay during the day. And I, and frankly, I'm, I am like weaving in to stay informed about what's happening in the world, but then I need to step out. And what I'm noticing is, is after five o'clock, my anxiety, things are starting to get intense for me later in the evening, I guess, is what I'm noticing. And so, so what do I, what am I going to do to take care of myself? I'm not interested in going to sleep with this. I think that soft comforts right now are okay. If we need to watch a little more Netflix, that's fine. There's no judgment there. We need some padding. We need to remember some joy. Watch some of those animal videos if you want. <laughs> and at this point, that's not going to do it because it's too, the, the, the anxiety in the air is too strong and it's not going to be enough. And so therefore my experience is, is, instead of fighting the constriction, you know, instead of, instead of ignoring it, if we can actually go down into the center of our heart when it's burning and, and let ourselves feel it for a minute and let ourselves have a good cry if we need to, or write down some of our fears, that that is a very practical way of how we support the energy in unwinding. It may not go away. I don't know. We're, you know, we're living where we are right now. And where we are right now is, a, is, is an intense reality. And so I think this is going to be a marathon. And in order to stay with it and stay standing, in order to be of service to our loved ones in our lives, and especially like it's really gotten my attention that so many of us have our children home now, or so many of us have elders in our lives or people who are immunocompromised, right? And as these systems are showing their cracks, like, you know, we hope that they can continue to support in some way, but we don't know. And so therefore, y'all, we got to shore up and get ready because we because we need to be able to support each other. And, and we need to be able to follow and not collapse here. And maybe part of that is also taking turns leaning in if we're having a hard moment. So I'm not saying that we don't get to have hard moments, but I'm saying Time is up in terms of practice. We need to learn how to live with this. And all I can say for me is that when I have a constriction in my heart, if I can go inside of it and let myself sing and feel and dance and laugh and cry and write and, and hold with love and learn how to talk to myself differently, that that helps me be a better wife, a better daughter, a better friend, a better mother, a better healing practitioner. And that right now I need to be up and tending as much as possible because my people need me and I need to stay sane in the, in the process of it. So for me, this is why I asked Jane to come and talk about why does energy healing matter at this moment, especially. 
What does energy healing look like for you and your personal practices? Yeah, so I think you bring up such a good point. It's all about flow, right? Like if we look at water moving, um, it doesn't stay pure unless it can flow. We are made of energy, and that means we need to be able to flow, and energy needs to be able to move in and out. So my my personal energy practices, it just, it really depends. I think I have to stop what I'm doing if I feel a constriction or a sense or some pain, and I go inside just like you do, Stacy. And I check in, like, what's happening for me right now? You know, my tummy feels sick. Or all of a sudden, I feel really anxious. And so a lot of it for me, to be honest, is I move my body and I sound. Okay? So I kind of shake out energy a lot. I will sing or sound and there's no prescribed way to do this right. It's This is really about connecting with your own being, with your own body. And, what, and, and just organically, if you can just let your system teach you how to move energy through, how to allow the energy to move in and out, everybody's going to have their favorite way that brings them joy. I'm all about joy of being. So can we do this in a fun way? Of course. Can we move energy through painting or writing a poem? Of course we can. If you take a piece of paper out and you write at any moment what's happening inside you and you keep writing and you keep writing until you've released your feelings or your scary thoughts, then all of a sudden they start to shift and all of a sudden you find yourself writing something positive or uplifting, some solution possibly. And these are all ways that I've learned. I can take a paintbrush and start, you know, asking my, myself, like, what color do, do I feel right now? And I can start to paint that. And then I can start to see my painting change into something different as the energy starts moving. So I'm all about movement, you know, and I'm all about creativity, but sometimes I'm tired, right? And I don't feel like moving or it's late at night and I want to have more peace before I sleep. So that would be a time where it would be more, I would say more meditation or possibly grounding versus movement. So it would just kind of depend on what was happening. So what we're really talking about is getting to know yourself, right? Like going inside instead of outside to to help yourself flow and learn to work with your own energy body. Yeah, and for some people, you know, they could take a bath. That can be a wonderful way of bringing in some peace. For some people, it's about literally just if you've got a, you know, someone in your house, you touch can be great. For some people, it can be about drinking a, a glass of water. There are times where I've actually found washing dishes to be very meditative. Anything could become a healing tool if we do it with awareness. It's all about how we hold, how we hold reality and how we accept reality and, and our attitude about how we are experiencing reality. 
And then I also think it's important for us to not try to just hang out in all this positivity. Like we need to be really honest that some of the stuff that we're experiencing is scary and we need to look that in the eye and we need to, there are things that are falling away that are ways of life that are dying. There's a letting go. I believe that we are in a collective surrender moment. And the one of the first developmental places of surrender is letting go of the form and letting go of any hopes and expectations we had about that form and grieving it. It's a, it's a kind of death. I think that we're experiencing a collective moment of surrender that way. The first part of it is letting go. But guess what? After we really let go and we open to it and we grieve it, we can enter an unknown space that can be full of possibility. And from from that place, we can move into rebirth, y'all. After that place of letting go and moving into the unknown comes allowing where we align with something bigger than ourselves. And that's where I have experienced and supported people in birthing incredible new realities. And this is where we're not alone. The mystery rises up to meet us and rearranges reality in the most amazing, magnificent ways. And I feel like we can see some of that happening already with with some of these offerings that are going online that never would have been online. I'm looking at putting things out that I never would have put out online because I prefer individual face-to-face group work. And I am now really questioning and really looking at, wait a minute, if we are in an all hands on deck moment and we need to, to be of service and, we, and these ways are really important, then how do I let go of some of my pre- preconceived ideas about, about online and move into that space and trust that this, if this is where we can meet right now, if you're fortunate enough, I, I want to really, again, recognize the privilege of having a computer, the privilege of having Wi-Fi. And if you can have that, how can we meet there to help co-create new realities? And then also for people who are co-creating new realities by showing up on the front lines and being kind to each other. And what does that look like if we're in the store? We, my husband and I were in the store like we were wandering around and there's an elder woman there who can't see very well. And like we're already in the social distancing place, but how, how can we in that moment come in gently and offer to help her find some broth, right? How are, we, how are we activating a new way of being together in all aspects of our lives? And that this is an opportunity to do that. And we still, there's no faking surrender, everyone. We gotta, we're in the letting go part right now. At least that's kind of where we are, I think, in Northern California um, with COVID-19 really landing here strongly. So how do we take care of ourselves? And this is where I believe that energy healing matters. It's not the only thing, but it's a point that I'm holding. It's a point that Jane's holding. It's a point that we're holding together. And it's a way that we're both here to be of service to, to people and to consciousness and to the, to the earth at this time. And so I, wanna, I want us to move into completing here. And is there anything final that you want to offer before we sign off? Yeah, I just want to say thank you so much, Stacy, for having me on your podcast. This was wonderful to talk about these things. And of course, um, I'm available for more conversations with anybody who's listening, if they'd like some support in any way at all. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me. I am so grateful 
to know you. And I'm so grateful that we get to take turns leaning in and all the ways that we get to lean in, remember to laugh together and dance together and how we get to be of service together at this time. Thank you so much for joining me, Jane Sanguinetti. If anybody's having a hard time right now, my podcast is still up and running and I welcome any conversations and holding space for any of you. So please feel free to be in touch with me, Stacy at dancing-tree.com. And I'm just wishing you all the best right now. Please be well, everyone. Please be well, please be well. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Stacy Bowden, and I am your mama bear guide. My intention with this podcast is really love. <laughs> My intention with this podcast is a lean in moment. My intention with this podcast is to create a way for us to begin to connect more. And by, and by us, I actually mean you, the listener. So if there's an area of your life that has you stumped, that makes you feel like you are at a dead end, I invite you to, to join, to connect. If you're feeling lost or stuck, feeling called to connect with me directly, guess what? I'm right here and I would love that.